Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us today. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have several callers on hold already this morning, and um, so I am going to go ahead and go to the phones, and I believe our first caller is Allie. Hi, Allie. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Thank you. You too. How are you? Um, I'm good. Well, I mean, I've been a little bit better. It's been a, yeah. it's been a bit of a rough start to the new year, which is kind of why I'm calling. Um, well, first of all, tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, from Columbus, Ohio. I'm freezing so. here. Yeah. Did <laughs> yeah. you guys get a bunch of snow? We got an ice snowstorm last night. So, yeah, we're um, everything was kind of closed down yesterday. We did not leave the house, and we're really not leaving the house today either. So the roads are pretty nasty. Yeah. Oh, so, I know. Well, so I hope it melts fast. Me too. <laughs> I'm over it already. Oh, so. All right. Well, what's uh, going on? Well, it kind of all started like two days before Christmas. Like we all got the flu okay. and um, everything has kind of just been terrible. <laughs> I don't know oh. if I'm like, I don't know really what's going on. If I am like, attracting something if I'm like in tune with the wrong station or something but um I've just had a very terrible start to the new year and I don't really know what I had a dream the other night that something would happen and it did two days later about this huge fight in my family and um and the exact fight happened like it was just weird um so I just don't really know what's going on, and I'm hoping it'll pass soon. That I'll kind of be on a better frequency. Mm-hmm. I also feel like I'm kind of depressed, probably just from mm-hmm. everything that's been happening. So I just didn't know if, or if my spirit guides had any guidance to help me, like kind of get through this, and um, mm-hmm. or my dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> words of wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can contact them. Let me give you mine first, and then we'll check in with them and see what they say, because I've had several ideas come into my head, which is spiritual guidance when I'm listening to something and ideas pop in my head. And then what I find is that that normally correlates with, you know, whatever's going on. So, first of all, what, what... Allie's talking about everybody who's listening as far as frequency. You may have heard me on previous podcasts say that our heads are like big satellite dishes and we receive frequencies much like your car radio receives frequencies from the satellite. You know, if you've got Sirius or from the radio airwaves, if you just are using regular terrestrial radio. That sounds so sci-fi, doesn't it? But that's what we call it. <laughs> terrestrial radio yeah. stations. So it's like there's aliens out there or something, which I think there probably are. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. when we're in a frequency that is kind of a a negative frequency, we, that's what we attract. It's like a domino effect. And Ellie, it sounds like that's what you're feeling. Like yeah. stuff happened before Christmas and it's just kind of been a domino effect since then of stuff that's yeah. kind of negative. And being cooped up in the house and not being able to go out when the weather is nasty is, doesn't help matters. Right. So a few things. First of all, <clears throat> be sure that you're taking plenty of um, omega-3 like fish oil, get the purified and uh, um, burpless, okay? Okay. Uh, Nature Made is a good one. You can get it in any drugstore. Target has it. The drugstores, or I mean the grocery stores have it. So be sure you get a good amount of that. Also be sure that you're taking plenty of D3 because those two different um, 
I don't know, what are they? Minerals or whatever they are. Mm -hmm. uh, they are going to help. D3 is a vitamin and omega-3, I, I don't know what that is, but it helps. It helps with depression and anxiety. Okay. Uh -huh. So, and especially in the wintertime when you're not getting as much sunlight because yeah. we're not outside because it's freezing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes a big difference. Okay. So the other thing that you might want to consider is I have um, natural light light bulbs. I have mm -hmm. them in my office where I spend an awful lot of time and I have them in my vanity over my sink in my bathroom mm -hmm. in the master bath where I put on my makeup and wash my face and all that jazz. So it gives me lots of that natural light, which is an immediate mood booster. Right. Okay. So consider that. Look, go online, okay. look at, you know, natural light, light bulbs. Sometimes you have to order them. Sometimes Home Depot and those places will have them. But mm -hmm. just keep that in mind. That's something you can do, especially in the wintertime when you're inside. Okay. That's, num that's number one. The other thing is when you have a bunch of stuff that's happening, write down, like make a list and make it two sides. Side A, have the list be things that you don't want. It's, it's really like a clarity list. Okay, yeah. write down, I don't want to be sick. I don't want my family right. to be sick. I don't want my family fighting. I don't, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's on side A. Side B or column B is the opposite of that. So I don't want the flu. What's the opposite of that? I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. I don't want my family to have the flu. What's the opposite? <laughs> yes. That, um, I want my family to be healthy. I don't yeah, want yeah. my family, I, you know, I don't want my family to be fighting. You know, right. what's the opposite? I want them to be happy. Right. I want them to get yeah. along. Yeah. I want my family to be happy and, and have a great relationship, a calm, you know, fun, yeah. great relationship, whatever. So if you make a list, it will help us get really clear when we do that of what we want. So draw a line through the stuff through you don't, that you don't want and then write mm -hmm. a list of the stuff that you do want right next to the stuff that is in the don't want column. That's okay. going to help you get on a frequency of positive vibes. Okay. And, one, and like when you're, you feel like you're in a downward spiral, you can have a domino effect, but just have it be with positive things as okay. well. Okay. That, so that's yeah. really helpful to just kind of clarify what yeah. you want. And then that, that's going to be the frequency that you admit. I want you to look at that once a day. Look at that list of everything you want. Because when you think about it or you talk about it, uh -huh. That's going to be what the, what the frequency is that you give off. When we talk about stuff we don't like, we attract more uh -huh. of what we don't want. Okay. okay? That makes it's sense. real basic. Yeah. It's real basic. <clears throat> so let me get in touch with your spirit guides and your dad, and let's see what okay. they have to add to the equation. So laser beam is coming from me. I'm going to get you on my radar, heading up to Columbus, shooting straight north. Okay. Got you. All right. Your dad's right at your right shoulder where he always is. It's cute, though, Allie, because your dad is in front of your horseshoe of spirit guides behind you. You have seven spirit guides behind you, but your mm -hmm. dad is, is in front of them. So, Aww. okay. Dad, what do you have to say to Allie? Get out of the house more. You're in the house too much. He's saying, I work he's from saying, home. He said, yeah, he's saying to me, she's, you know, he's saying for me to say to you, she's right, meaning I'm right. You need, you need to get more sunlight. Okay. So um, you got to get out more. You got to get more sunlight. And um, you'll have to figure out how to do that. Okay, what else can she do to help her? Get more adult interaction. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I take care of kids from my house. <laughs> okay. All right. So literally around children twenty four seven. Okay. So he's saying get involved in things that will give you more adult interaction. Even he's saying even an exercise class, even a like a book yeah. club or whatever. He said, if you do something that's organized, like you go every Wednesday night at seven or something, yeah. said you're more likely to do it. And that's going to yeah. really help you a lot. And he said, you intend to see your friends and family, but it oftentimes doesn't get done because you're too busy. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So he's saying if you have something that's structured, he's, he's laughing. He's going, even a Bible study class. Oh my he God. said, 
anything that's going to get you with uh, other house, much, adults yeah. and make it be something that's structured, even if it's just okay. one day a week. Okay. Okay. So do that. that. All right. Okay. Uh, spirit guides, anything you guys want to add? It's so funny. They're like these, <clears throat> they all, I know you've heard me say this before. They look like different versions of father time and they're all conferring yeah. with each other. You know, like, <laughs> like when the attorneys all go up to the judge's bench and they're having a conference and they're all conferring <laughs> with each other. It's hilarious. It's like they're in this little huddle conferring with each other. All right. Uh, exercise. They're they're saying you got to get some exercise, and that's okay. going to help your that's going to help your brain chemicals, even if it's inside. Okay. So, um, what I'm hearing is you can you can do exercise classes on YouTube that yeah. are free. So do something even if it's first even if you have to get up earlier in the morning to do it. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna help you be calmer. It's gonna help you be happier. It's gonna help you gonna do all of that. The other thing they're saying is. For you to stay focused on when the family gets all snarky with each other, that's their stuff. Stay in observer position. Yeah. There was just something that happened like with me and I didn't know if I did the right thing. I guess I kind of just took a step back because I, I hate Good. confrontation. Good. Good. <laughs> but I, so, um, yeah, I just didn't so, know. So what they're saying is stay in observer position even when it's aimed at you, say, I'm, uh-huh. I'm really sorry you felt that way or whatever. Don't get into the dog fight. That's their stuff that they're okay. trying to put on to you. Okay. Okay. So if you can stay in observer position and go, oh, yep. you know, Susie Q is acting like a nitwit. And, yeah. um, but just, just watch it. Kind of yeah, like that's you're, pretty much what I did or I've yeah. been doing. So I just want to make know, sure I was. And when they act really crazy, just kind of laugh to yourself and say, oh, they're on a day pass out from the loony bin or something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. Whatever you can do to make yourself laugh, that will help yeah. a lot. Okay? So I hope okay. those suggestions help. Yes, they really do. Thank you. Good. You are so welcome. Thanks for calling in and happy yeah. new year. Thank you. You too. Bye. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. Our next caller is Cliff. Hi, Cliff. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, sir? Good, good. We're surviving the snow up here. <laughs> Where are you? Uh, Montreal, Quebec. Oh, my God. Well, you guys get tons of snow usually, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah. You, got, you got nailed with this storm that's crossing the upper yeah, U.S. Yeah, it too. rained all day yesterday, and since midnight, we probably had about 8 to 10 inches of snow. Oh, Lord. <laughs> God bless you. I don't do yeah. snow, Cliff. That's why I live in the deep south. But it it was 74 here on Thursday, and it was 24 here last night at dinner time. Yeah, it's so been an interesting it, winter. It dropped 50 degrees in one day. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. So, but I don't have any of that white stuff. So, God bless you. Good luck with that. Keep it up there, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, how may I help you? What's going on? Well, I had kind of a rough end to the year. And I just oh, you and Allie. Listen yeah, to you I'm guys. Yeah, I kind of discuss it with you. Mine's more, sure. well, hers was physical too. But the week before Christmas and the week after Christmas, I managed to dislocate my shoulder three times. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, the first time I slipped on some ice in the driveway. I'm sorry. And that kind of set things, I think. Anyway, the first two times I was able to put it back myself because I've dislocated my shoulder several times in the past. And the third time, I had to go to the hospital. I couldn't get it back in, and that requires a trip to the emergency room. So they, you know, they put me under anesthesia to put the arm back in. And usually, you know, I've had anesthesia in the past. Usually you just kind of fall into this, a black hole, and mm-hmm. you wake up. Well, I, I had the most strange, I don't know if it was a dream or an experience, that maybe I need your help to interpret. Okay. So, you know, they gave me the anesthesia, and they told me to start counting, and I got somewhere between four and eight, and suddenly there was like this loud noise. It was as if I was standing next to like a jet engine or something. It was incredibly loud. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like I was being sucked through a vortex of... Mm -hmm 
flashing red, uh, bright gold and white lights, and it kept going on. It kept going on, this noise and this kind of sucking. And then suddenly everything went calm. And, you know, and, and I was, I even thought, in, you know, on, even under anesthesia, I wonder if I died or something. Mm-hmm. But then I came to a clearing and Santa Claus, I guess because of the holidays, was standing <laughs> in front of this huge cornfield, thick, thick cornfield. And he waved to me and I waved back and that's when I came started to come conscious again. Uh Was that a dream or some sort of experience? Oh, I think it was a near-death experience. It's what what people refer to as NDEs, Uh near-death experiences. And, And so many people have them, Cliff, but they don't talk about them because they think their family and friends are going to believe that they're nuts, you know, if they talk about them. But there, there have been many, many books written about them. And I think they're becoming more and more accepted by not only the general public, but also the medical community, because there's just no way that they could know the things that they know. And there are too many similarities between people who experience NDEs in different cultures and different countries and different parts of the world. And they, and they correlate with uh-huh. an NDE experience. So what I believe the noise from the jet engine was is when our spirit, our spirits are in our bodies having a human experience and spirits vibrate faster than the body does just because the body has mass. But when we die, our spirit exits through the top of, of our head and it goes through this tunnel. You hear people that talk about NDEs go through a tunnel. It's a vortex. And if you look at my book, AskJulieRyan.com, if you get my book, it explains it. But even quicker, if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, my book is Angelic Attendance. You can get it at AskJulieRyan.com. Let me let me back up on that. Okay. My brain was ahead, my brain was ahead of my tongue there on that one. But Angelic Attendance describes what happens when somebody dies. But AskJulieRyan.com, you can go and you can see the different phases of transition. I call it, and one of the phases is exiting from the body and going through a vortex. And when I perceive somebody doing that cliff, it's very loud. It feels like a a very much of a sucking sensation in an upward pull. And it reminds me of going through the car wash when you stay in the car and, uh, um, you know, the car wash is sucking all the water off the end of your car at the end of the Mm -hmm. car wash. Mm -hmm. And that's loud, too, even even when you're in your car with your windows rolled up. So that's what you experienced. The different colors I talk about in my book, too. And I see those primarily when I do an exercise with people called the walk to heaven experience. And they sep- their spirit separates from their body, my spirit separates from my body, and we walk into the setting sun, and we see all these different colors that you're describing. And, uh, and that's just what you go through before you get to the pearly gates, which look like a brilliant wall with no top and no sides and no bottom of yellowish-white light that's just almost blindingly brilliant, but it doesn't hurt to look at it. Uh-huh. It's bizarre. And when we walk through it, it's like a um, plasma consistency. And the person who's dying, their deceased loved ones are on the other side of this wall. So that's the entrance to heaven as I perceive it. As far as Santa Claus, let me see if I can get a read on that. Um, Santa Claus represented your loved ones. You know, somebody who's special to you, who's been there your whole life, as long as you can remember and you have fond memories of Santa Claus. So I think he was a representation. So I think you had a near-death experience with that. And, um, And I think also that it will have an effect on your life. Have you noticed it yet that you feel differently or you look at things differently after having that experience? Well, a couple things. The first thing, if this is if this is death, there's nothing to fear with death. Exactly. <laughs> because right. I wasn't afraid at all during the experience. Mm-hmm. It just was different, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. 
And then it, it kind of, you know, I was wondering if this, this was perhaps what, what you described, and it, and it just kind of teaches me just to really appreciate the day. Right. You know, because you never know what's going to happen in the future. Right. And we all decide when we go and how we go and who's with us when we go, Cliff. Mm -hmm. So you obviously, spirit, intended to have that experience because that's pretty random, just getting your shoulder popped back in, you know, to have that experience. And number one, and number two, obviously your soul and your soul spirit, same thing. Your spirit decided that mm, you got more to do before you check out in this lifetime. So Mm -hmm. I hope that helps clarify things for you. Yeah. Could you do a scan on my shoulder and just see where I'm at with that? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. There's still some inflammation in there. Um, uh, What I'm doing, inflammation looks like red fog to me, Cliff. So what I'm doing is I'm working to get that inflammation down. This would be an energetic healing. So when I apply anti-inflammatory energy, it's kind of a royal blue color. So I'm doing that. The ligaments are stretched. So has anybody talked to you about having surgery, talking about scoping your shoulder and going in and fixing it so that it doesn't pop out anymore? Well, I'm, I'm waiting for the orthopedist to call. Okay. And, and All set right. up an appointment. Yeah, that's an easy surgery. I um, am an inventor of orthopedic surgery devices that are sold Uh throughout the world and have been for over 25 years. So I've been in a bazillion of those surgeries throughout my career, Cliff, and uh, and it's really easy to fix. And what they're going to do is they're going to go in and they're going to tighten through a scope. They're going to tighten those ligaments that have gotten stretched out, most likely when you fell. Yeah. And, yeah, um, well, actually, I did have the procedure on my uh, left, or yeah, my left side, mm-hmm. back in the seventies, and it was okay. It, then they didn't have the scope. It was a you know, open up the arm and tie all that right. together. Yeah, they should be able to do this with the scope. Right. Um, what I'm what I'm watching happen is an energetic healing where the that ligament is getting tightened. And I've seen a chunk of it get cut out and then reattached and then get sutured. So that's gonna that is an energetic healing that's gonna help you heal faster. And hopefully, if you decide to have the surgery, it will help you get over it really quickly. Um, one thing that you can do in the meantime is like what I was talking with Allie, make a list of what you don't want for your shoulder. Okay. And make a list of what you do want and focus on what you do want. And that's, again, going to help you heal faster, going to help you attract all the people you need to attract to have a, you know, a, a successful procedure if you have it done. And or they may just want you to do physical therapy. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, it'll be interesting. I'm not saying that the healing's going to fix it, the energetic healing that I watched happen, but Stranger things have happened. A lot of times I'll see an energetic healing happen on somebody and then the x-rays will be different. <laughs> so that really is fun when you talk to the doctors and they go, well, yeah, it looks really different than it did a week ago or whatever. Okay. You're, yeah, great. you're healing really fast. So I would do that contrast list. You know, okay. I, I don't want pain. I want to have a fully functioning, comfortable you know, shoulder, whatever, and uh, and do all of that. And I think that will help too. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thanks Thank so you much, very much for calling. You bet. Happy New Year. And you too. Okay. Take care. Good luck with your shoulder. Let us know what happens. I will, Julie. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. 
Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. Okay, let's go back to the phones and I believe our next caller is Nicole. Nicole, are you there? Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Lovely to speak to you again. I'm Wonderful well, to talk you. with you. Happy New Year. And to you as well. I hope you're all very well over in America. Oh, yeah. We had a wonderful holiday. How about you guys? Mm-hmm. Good rest. I had two and a half weeks off of work, and it's been wow. brilliant. Yeah, wow. Really good. <laughs> well, I rested the week after Christmas because the month <laughs> of December leading up to Christmas is banana-ramas for me. It's just oh, a crazy amount of work. Fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun, but it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. and and it's because I'm such a maniac at Christmas time <laughs> <laughs> with, you know, having to, having to wrap all the gifts beautifully and having way too many decorations and using oh. the good crystal and china and stuff for Christmas dinner. Oh. And we had 20. That, I had 20 for that. dinner. Oh, my gosh. But That's you know what? So I, Nicole, I, I believe that it's... Um, it's about making memories, and uh, yes. and it gives me a new sense of appreciation for how hard my mother worked mm, yeah, to put yeah. everything together for Christmas with four kids. Yeah. I only have one, although I wrapped presents for probably between 50 and 60 people, oh. and... Uh, and I'm so crazy about that that I have a wrapping room in our house. <laughs> I I want to come and visit that. I would fly over to America just to visit that room. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll I'll take a video of it and I'll send you an email. How about that? Yes, that would be yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but it's great yes, because yes. I have I have two huge. Um, floor-to-ceiling sets of racks with wrapping paper on it, like what you see in the department store when you go to the gift wrapping section. And then I have these two long uh, dowels with, oh gosh, probably 30 or 40 different rolls of different kinds of ribbon. And so those are really convenient. And it's on a pegboard, the ribbon is, so that I've got my scissors and and all that jazz hanging up. And then... um, Wonderful. And then I'm I'm tall. I'm five nine, so mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. Uh, I made the countertop extra tall, so that I <laughs> it's it's the perfect height for me. It's comfortable. Yeah, and it's really uh, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I have a a uh, an antique um, dresser that has all that mm-hmm. scrolly stuff on it, and it's really mm-hmm. old because it mm-hmm. was in my mother's nursery, and my mother was born in 1925. Mm-hmm. So when my grandmother, it was up in my grandmother's attic, and when she sold her house, oh gosh, mm-hmm. you know, she lived in that house, I don't know, 60-some years. I remember straddling rafters in her attic trying to go get it has kind of a backboard thing on it um with all this uh-huh. scrolly jazz on it and you open the, the you open one of the doors on it it has drawers and doors but you open one of the doors it it, it looks like it's about a million years old you can tell on the inside it's oh. been painted several times but the other oh, thing that's cool okay. is it has the original glass uh hand poles on it that are etched mm-hmm. so I'll take. I'll, I'll post a picture online of it. Yeah. It's, it's, I love having yeah. it. And when we built the room, I had a corner built where the dresser would go, and I'm using it for storage for tissue paper and jazz like that. So, so anyways, enough about that. But Beautiful. happy New Year! I'm, I'm <laughs> delighted to get to talk with you. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Okay, I'm calling from the UK, and I live in a place called Crowborough. Um, and uh, as you're looking at the UK, uh, Crowborough is about uh, 40 minutes inland um, from Brighton, which is on the southeast coast. Okay, so terrific. We're running along the bottom. Mm. Yeah. I, I just read my People magazine, and I saw online, too, the pictures of the baby Charlotte going to nursery school. And yeah. people... 
people over here are so crazy about the royal family and and you know all the things that are connected with that and oh my gosh yeah, is yeah. she just the yeah, most we're... darling thing you've ever seen oh beautiful beautiful so yeah, cute really, really, mm. so yeah, cute we're lucky to have a royal family lovely yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> well did you have a question for me I do yes um I've phoned in a couple of times with with various things um which i've been following your guidance about um and the the busy spells that i was having the sort of disoriented feeling had got so much better whether or not that was to do with the fact that i've had two and a half weeks off over the christmas period um but i went back to work this week and probably about wednesday the, the dizzy, disoriented head came back again, and this, that then brings on like anxiety, which is a pain. And really annoyingly, because of it, I've tried to park as close to work as possible and got two parking tickets this week, which <laughs> annoys me that because of it. And I just thought, why has the dizzy head thing? started up again um is there anything is there a link to i've got a shoulder injury that i've had for about eight months um i don't know i just wondered if there was uh if you could see why that's come back yeah first thing that comes into my mind is an environmental thing so tell me about Mm -hmm. the place where you work and we know you're allergic to mold and we yeah. know that you've been remediating that at your house, at your flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what? tell me about where you work. If you didn't have the dizziness when you were off for two weeks, two and a half weeks, mm. but you have it going back to work, that tells me there's something yeah. up there. So tell me about where you okay. work. Um, it, it's an old building. Um, I work in the basement of the building. Um, some of the paint um, in certain corners of the room is peeling off, but you don't. There's no black on the wall, and there's no smell of of mold or mustiness or anything. Um, ventilation. Um, the window doesn't open in the basement, but there's, there's a, a wicked draft that whizzes through the back door that, that doesn't have great um, insulation around it. Um, there's a lot of fabrics, because I'm a seamstress, so there's a lot of fabric dust going on, I would imagine. Uh-huh. Um, it, the environment itself is very nice. There's no animosity between the girls. We all get on really well. So, yeah. All right. Let me. What I'm going to do, Nicole, is I'm going to connect to you in the UK. Yeah. And then what I'm going to yeah. do is I'm going to scan where you work, and let's see what's going okay. on. You, you. I really think this is environmental. And the fact that you tell me yeah. it's a really old building and you're in the basement, those are major red flags. Yeah. <laughs> major. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a major red flag to me, too, that you didn't have those symptoms for the time that you were off. And as soon as you go back to work, you get them again. So yeah. it's kind of, yeah. I, I think that that's what I'm anticipating I'm going to see. So for those of you that are first-time listeners, what I do is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits in bodies having a human experience. And everything is made out of energy. And when our spirits are out of our, our when our spirits are in our bodies, we vibrate at a slower rate simply because the body has mass. So what I do is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, and that allows me to communicate telepathically, to go different places and get a view of what's happening. It's called non-local reality. And this is what spirits all have the ability to do, and it's just because they vibrate really fast. So, Nicole, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to turn my radar on. I don't walk around scanning Mm -hmm. people or places unless I'm asked to because, you know, that would be unethical and it's really none of my darn business, right? (laughs) So I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to have a 
it's like I have a big screen TV in my head and I'm going to watch a laser beam go from my body here in a southern mm-hmm. part of the United States in Alabama and it's going to go mm-hmm. northeast, going to hook into you in the UK. So here we go. And my eyes are covered with my hands because like when we go to the movies and you can see the movie better when it's dark, I can see yeah. the pictures in my head better when it's dark. So I'm just yeah. covering over my eyes. And uh, here comes the laser beam. Okay, I got you. All right, now the laser beam's going to where you work. All right, so the, so it's finished. I can see that it's finished. But beneath the the walls and stuff are sto- mm-hmm. is stone. So that was that's probably what the the foundation is. It looks like it looks rocky to me, Nicole. Would that make sense? Okay. That the that the um, foundation. Yeah, I would say the foundations are quite hard. Um, outside the the back door, we've got a little courtyard area, so there's no no grass or anything. I would say, yeah, it's quite 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 hard. Yeah, the floor's hard. Yeah. So there's there's a bunch of mold growing behind those walls, and okay. and that's what's going on. And you don't have out. You don't have fresh air. You said you have a draft, which is believe it or not, is probably a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. But is is there a place where you can work on a different floor in a different room? Can you work from home? You know, are those some options that you can do? Um, I don't think I would be able to move my location because we do the bulk of the sewing that's why they've put us in the basement. Right. And then the, the next two floors up are fitting rooms. Okay. And then at the very top floor is a finishing room and storage. So they've right. we would have to stay there, unfortunately. What, do you work for a designer or something? Um, we're uh, an alterations, bridal alterations. Oh. And we also okay. make and design dresses as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So kind of you're a, you work for a bridal designer it sounds like okay well, sort of. I'm the one that do, I'm the one that does the drawings because no one else in the building can draw so the brides come in say what they want if we're making something and then I have to draw it out for them so. <laughs> well I really I think that's so what what's going on I Ooh. think you're I think you're exposed to mold and mm-hmm. I think it's detrimental to your health. And so mm-hmm. what I would what I would suggest you consider is talking to your bosses, whoever yeah. your bosses, whoever owns the company, say, look, yeah. I'm starting to think that I have an allergy to mold and I'm yeah. and I want to figure out a way that I can be healthy and still do mm-hmm. my job. Is there a way mm-hmm. that you could do the drawing somewhere else? And do the mm. do the seamstress work someplace else, or even even yeah. at your home? I mean, more and more people are doing satellite work at mm. their home mm. or, or places like that. I mean, I, at least open the discussion, but keep yeah. keep a record of it, Nicole, about the discussion okay. and when you talk to them and all of that. And if you if you can record it on your phone, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because you don't want that coming back and, and hurting you as far as your job goes. But I, I would open the discussion. And mm-hmm. it, I know this is going to sound really out there, but it, this may be a catalyst for you to look for someplace else to work. Okay. So if it's, yeah. I, th- I think this is happening in your best interest, you know, even mm-hmm. to the point where you're getting the parking tickets, it's like God saying to you, Nicole, you got to make a change. I mean, we don't even want you yeah. driving over here, so we're we're gonna, you know, you're gonna get a couple of parking tickets, <laughs> kind of a thing, which is irritating. Yeah. But I but I think that is a sign that yeah. that it makes sense for you to have a, at least have a conversation because that anxiety and all that stuff that's just coming from an allergic reaction to being in a moldy environment, and you can take care of your house. Yeah, yeah. So that's the link then to this dizzy mm-hmm. head thing is an mm-hmm. allergy to mold. 
It's an allergy. I was in a restaurant one time two or three years ago in Florida with a dear friend mm-hmm. and her parents were down there for the winter. And we went mm-hmm. in this restaurant that had been there for forever. And, and the mm-hmm. lobby part of the restaurant where we were waiting, it was huge, where we were waiting to get seated, had not seen the light of day probably in 40 40 or 50 years. I went in there, Nicole. Mm. I had such a reaction that I almost blacked out because there was so mm. much mold in that room. I mean, I couldn't talk. I was numb. I, my vision mm. went weird. I felt dizzy. Mm-hmm. I had to go outside. So mm. absolutely. That's, that's how I feel, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. And that's your body mm. telling you you need to get out of there because it's not. it's a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and it's people who are, I think I read 27% of the population has a genetic predisposition to be allergic to mold. And we just are like canaries in the coal mine. We, I can walk into a moldy building or a moldy room and within about three seconds tell you this is moldy. My tongue goes numb. My vision starts to get wacky. I, you know, I feel really agitated and I know I got to get out of there. And I think you've got the same thing. So I think this is serving you to help you stay healthy, but I think it's going to require a conversation with, um, you know, with your your boss to see what they can do. And if you're the only one that can draw, and have you been there a long time? Um, I've only been with them for, this will be my third year, so I'm freelance with them. Okay. so, I mean, there might be a chance of sort of working at home, but then the majority of it is going to be done done there. So I'm always going to be exposed to it. But whether or not they would, she would be open to me trying to go in another part of the building, maybe sort of try a week of, of working upstairs out of the basement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. be just to see what I I think the other thing uh, is that the bolts of fabric that you have probably have mold spores on them. So mm-hmm. not only are you breathing it, but then when you are using the fabric, you know, you're just releasing that many more mold spores into the air. Yeah. So yeah. There's, a, there's a movie online you can watch. It's called moldymovie.com. Moldymovie. <laughs> moldymovie.com. Re, watch that. And uh, it's free. Uh-huh. It's a documentary. And you'll see uh-huh. that when there's a moldy environment, you got to – there's mold spores on all this stuff, on the furniture, on the rugs, on the carpet, on the in the drywall. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But those mold spores mm-hmm. are everywhere. And that – your body's trying to tell you you're in a toxic environment. So that's what's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay? I think it's, it's completely amazing. it. So thank you so much for calling in. I really Thank appreciate it. You. you bet. And Thank keep us posted help. on what's going on. I will, yeah. I, I, I would love to keep you posted and, and talk with you all again, for sure. Okay. Thanks so much, Nicole. Thank Take care. Thank, Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Now, let's go back to another question that was submitted online. Diane from Pinson, Alabama asked, Good morning, Julie. My husband had a health scare in March and is still suffering from what we call spells. We've seen several doctors and had a ton of tests run, but everyone seems dumbfounded. This is affecting his job and our day-to-day life. We're scared and nervous. Is there any news you can give me about what it is or what path we need to take for him to be better? And here's my response. Hi, Diane. In order to investigate your husband's condition, I energetically connected to you and from you to him. After getting his permission telepathically to scan him, I saw lots of inflammation throughout his entire body. Inflammation looks like red dry fog to me. Remember, I was talking about that with Cliff. It just looks like fog that's a red color. And then anti-inflammatory energy, which is what I applied to this man, looks like kind of a royal blue color, dry fog. I went on to say, I was able to see tiny internal lacerations, that would be like little cuts, throughout his body internally. I believe these lacerations are being caused by medication your husband is currently taking, perhaps an anti-seizure medication. As part of your husband's energetic healing, I watched the lacerations get sutured. 
Each required a stitch or two, and then I saw a thick white cream, what I refer to as an energetic healing balm, be applied to soothe his tender internal tissues. Now, here are a couple of suggestions for you. Number one, do a Google search on all of the medications your husband is currently taking. Type in the name of the prescription and add NNT when researching online. NNT stands for the number needed to treat and shows how many people need to take a medication in order for it to help one person. America's Food and Drug Administration, also known as the FDA, requires this information from the pharmaceutical companies before a drug is approved to sell. Now, every country has the equivalent of an FDA. Every country has some kind of a administrative department that's going to approve drugs before they're allowed to be sold in that particular country. Okay, back to my response. If the NNT is a high number, the odds of that medication truly helping your husband are slim. This data combined with possible and actual side effects caused by the drug will give you the facts needed to have an enlightened discussion with your doctor about problems arising from the meds prescribed. Number two, Consider visiting a functional medicine physician. Functional medicine doctors are either MDs or DOs, have been classically educated, and have done additional training to look at the body as a whole system to determine the cause of illness. These doctors can reverse engineer your husband's symptoms in order to identify the root of the problem and help him heal. Just go to the Institute for Functional Medicine website at functionalmedicine.org and click on the Find a Practitioner button. Type in your zip code and a list of doctors in your area will be shown. Hope this information helps and hope your husband's feeling much better very soon. We do this show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find this information a bunch of different places. First of all, on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see it with all the different time zones. And uh, secondly, I do a blog every Thursday morning, and it's a question somebody has submitted online. And uh, I send that out. That information's on the email. So sign up for my blog when you're on my site. Also, wherever you download podcasts, the information is there, and uh, and you can it's in the show notes, and you can see all the call in information. And then we are on uh, YouTube now, so you can see that information in the show notes on YouTube, and it's at Ask Julie Ryan. Also, I post something on Facebook and on Instagram, both Ask Julie Ryan. If you go to my Facebook page, send me a friend request, and and I'll I'll. Click on it and we'll be Facebook friends, which is a lot of fun. So also when you're on my site, click the button that says schedule an appointment and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to talk about, which is really fun. So here's a question that was submitted online and it comes from Sherry and Sherry lives in Bradenton, Florida. And she says, hello, Julie, my beloved son passed suddenly on August 1st, 2015 at the age of 35. He was a very spiritual and kind and wonderful person. I have so many questions about where he is and if he's happy. Someone told me he's earthbound and chooses to be that way now. Do you agree? Does he have a message for me? Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Sherry. My condolences on the loss of your son. In order to get some answers for you, I energetically connected to you in Florida. When I got you on my radar, your son was standing at your right shoulder. Here's what he wanted you to know. Number one, he isn't earthbound, more on that later, but is in what he called nirvana and said it's fabulous. Number two, he's always around you in spirit form. He says he spends way more time with you now than he did when he was alive. Number three, it was his decision to die the way he did. He said it provided a quick, easy exit back into non-physical. And lastly, he appreciates your grieving for him and said it's time to stop. He went on to say he now wants you to quit being such a hermit and to get more involved socially. He wants you to go to plays, go to movies, spend time with friends, and walk on the beach. Now, here are my thoughts about the concept of earthbound spirits. When our human bodies die and our spirits transition back into non-physical, we have the ability to be in many places at the same time. 
That means we can be in heaven, or what your son referred to as nirvana, and also be around an unlimited number of loved ones simultaneously. In addition to all of that, a very small percentage of spirits also choose to continue the life experience they were having before they died. They just now do it without their bodies. When they're done, they revert back to enjoying their existence in non-physical, otherwise known as heaven. I don't believe your son, or any other spirit for that matter, is now or has ever been earthbound. I'll be delighted to help if you have more questions for your son. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com and schedule a private session. Also, if you get my book, Angelic Attendance, I think it's going to comfort you a lot and explain a lot of what was going on when your son transitioned. Hope this information comforts you. Now, I sent this out Thursday morning at about 7 a.m. Central, and I got a response back within an hour from Sherry, who submitted the question. And that was fun, because that doesn't happen very often, but here it is. She said, words cannot express my appreciation for your response, Julie. I've grieved too much. I've been, I have been being a hermit, and I do feel him around, and now I know he is. I'm anticipating the finances to schedule a private session with you. I'm so grateful for your response. You've made my day. Blessings and much love to you, Sherry. So that was really fun to have her um, respond to the the um, post so quickly. And when you guys read the post, please make a comment. Uh, if it's you who's who's submitted the question, like Sherry. Put a note up there for those of you that are reading it and have an opinion or a comment. Please share it because it helps us all learn and uh, it makes it really way more fun for all of us in this process that we're all going through together of educating ourselves on all this, as I call it, woo-woo stuff. So we are about out of time. I hope you all have a wonderful week. To those of you that are in Montecito with the mudslides and all that mess, God bless you. Good luck. And the people that are in the path of all of the snow and the ice, same thing. Um, if any of you need my help and you're affected by the winter storm or by the uh, mudslides, shoot me an email via my website, AskJulieRyan.com. I'll be happy to work with you, and it'll be for free. So I'm happy to help those of you that are missing a loved one or have lost a loved one or something has happened, you were injured or you lost your home or whatever. So please spread the news, everybody, to friends and family that are in those affected areas, and I'll be delighted to help. In the meantime, have a great week. Call me next week, Thursday, and submit your questions online. And uh, take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.